right, let's get into it. I am Pat, this is my partner Pete, we are Pat and Pete, and this is Those Muckrakers. Yeah, Rick and Muck, making people angry. We just recorded like 10 minutes of a podcast and realized that only one side was recording. No, we're not going to call any names here because uh, we wouldn't want to embarrass Peter. But oh no, no, we're muckrakers. <laughs> it was totally due to your incompetence. You can't, you can't yell witch hunt. Fake news, okay? It was fake news. This is a witch hunt. There were no two-sided conversations. It was only one-sided. The Russians, okay? I mean, did I say the Russians? I meant Russian dressing. Look, Peter, the only Russian going on here is me rushing to make America great again, okay? Walt has been uh, uh, randomly texting me this, uh, Walt Patrick Thrift has been randomly texting me every day this week in all caps, just the words, witch hunt. Witch hunt! That's actually a presidential quote now. Can you believe that? And so is, do something! Like that that is our president. That's I, what we have to work with. I wish we I wish Americans had less of an appetite for like I guess just media because I feel like uh, just uh, it's so fun like you know while we're paralyzed with this idiot in the White House like the rest of the world is burning like literally lots of it is on fire. And, hey, like while I've been like drowning in the US media which is just like going through the same cycles and taking yeah. forever and especially this last week when there was no one big story it was just like a bunch of little things Peter's gone outside of the American news cycle to see what's happening with the rest of the world and it's not good okay folks Yeah it's it's really bad so in environmental news we're dumping I think it's the equivalent of a garbage truck of plastic into the ocean every minute so that's happening every time a minute goes by. So by the time we're done with this podcast, 60 garbage trucks of plastic will be in the ocean. Uh, we're, not, we're not dealing with that. Um, the big thing I wanted to talk about is how um, Syria is screwed right now. And uh, the Rohingya in uh, Myanmar are dying and no one's doing anything. So that is a problem. The, the, I want to I I go through the notes real quick about the Rohingya. Because uh, I've been listening, uh, and the only one that's reporting on it was NPR. Uh, if you don't know, hold on. It, it's so dire that the police are on their way right now. Yeah, I'll pause for sirens, because of course the police feel the need to <laughs> drive by my house. This is what happens when we live in Brooklyn, this is why I'm leaving. Yeah, they park right outside your window and just blare the sirens. We're yeah. not going anywhere, we just wanted to test it out! Can you hear it now? So, so the, the Rohingya are uh, an ethnic Muslim group who live in uh, Myanmar, who's mostly Buddhist. There are about a million of them living there, right? But they have been denied citizenship since 1982, since before I was born. Uh, I did a little bit of research. So the Rohingya came to uh, Myanmar during uh, the British rule in like the 1800s to like you know the end of World War II uh, as uh, migrant laborers. They came from... Uh, I guess, uh, Bangladesh and India. But the problem is that, like, they were viewed negatively by people that were there, and then I guess when the British left, they were like, right there then, goodbye. And they were <laughs> they were never considered uh, uh, citizens, and now they're being uh, basically ethnically cleansed because they're not considered citizens and they've never been given, like, birth certificates, even though they've been there literally my entire life. So they've gone over the... Uh, they go over the border, um, they're sent back... Uh, and no one's doing anything about it. Uh, every time the British decolonize, I always like to picture them going, I'm the doctor! And then they get in their TARDIS and whoosh out of there. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty accurate. Like, they just they go, oh, man, so you know how this place is a mess? Uh, later. <laughs> and then they leave. Yep. That's, that's what they do. <laughs> so, just like... Uh, like Rwanda and these other places that experience like ethnic cleansing, and then everybody in history goes, "Why do we do something?" Well, this is why. I uh, like the um, the Tutsis and the Hutus was like a really bad case of that, where um, the British moved in and they're like, "You people, you have lighter skin, so you are superior to these people." And then they divided them up, had one side completely dominate the other side, and then they're like, "Well, you know, we're good with this then." And then they all left. And then now the ones with the darker skin are just hunting down and murdering the ones with the lighter skin that had oppressed them and murdered them yeah. just a few years before. The, and now it's like we're you might want to get them to stop because it's not really the same people that were uh, – the ones that were colonized back then aren't even alive anymore. It's like their descendants 
are still doing it, but like the Hatfields and McCoys, just the feud keeps going on from generation to generation. Yeah, you know, it's a... It's and a, it's the British people's fault. Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy, little boy blue and the man on the moon. I want to kill just like you, Dad. I want to kill just like you. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 really annoying because we have the ability to just kind of like drive in there and go, all right, everybody put your weapons down. Next person who fires a gun gets shot in the face. We're going to settle this. Like, nope, we're busy uh, dealing with uh, trying to indict our president or yell about Hillary or deny that there's a gun violence problem in the United States. Right. Okay, so maybe he keeps screaming, Watch out! Whenever, you know, it's... Um... Oh, none of this got recorded. Um, he keeps yelling witch hunt, but it's uh, it's a witch hunt that's caught an awful lot of witches, right? Yeah. Like, there's been five guilty pleas and a lot more than that indictments. And one of the only... Indi- or one of the only Americans, because there's been 13 Russians indicted, one of the only Americans that have been indicted that has not pled out is Manafort, and his trial is now set for September. Why do you so we're think... actually starting to look at a timeline form up in front of us. Why do you think Manafort for... didn't plead out? he's stupid like he's really really not smart yeah. that, that's basically it he's he's holding on to hope that the president will pardon him or something like that just like the president did with george arpaio and i mean i'm sure that's what the president did, he, to do with everyone. did he pardon arpaio yeah god almighty i missed that one i hate you missed it yeah I yeah hate... like he he was convicted like he was gonna the guy that's been tort like kidnapping and torturing people for a long time was convicted he was guilty he was gonna do major jail time and the president just pardoned him i you know there's very few people i hate more than joe arpaio uh he was the sheriff of a town in what arizona yeah, i don't remember somewhere in like arizona and he just like I remember when I first heard about it when I was a kid, because I grew up in a very conservative household, and there was, like, a store there applauding him because he made inmates live in tents and, like, wear, like, pink outfits, and, like, everyone's like, yeah, because we shouldn't, we shouldn't mollycoddle our inmates. We shouldn't, they should not want, prison should be unpleasant. And it turned out, like, it was, it was uh, violating people's constitutional rights, and it cost the taxpayers a lot more money to run a prison like that. Yeah, also, a lot of the people weren't actually guilty of anything. It was profiling that put them in prison. So, yeah. yeah. And so, we're, we're just torturing random citizens. And he started, like, the Obama birther movement. Uh, like, he was a big thing of that. He's, he's like, he's a cartoon sheriff. Like, a car, like, a, like, a, like a cartoon. Uh, anytime you watch, a, like, a really badly made movie about, like, racism, and you're like, real racists aren't like that. J.R. Arpaio is. Yep. He's, uh, he's the type that's so outlandishly race, like wickedly racist that it's hard to believe. He's he's the type of villain that would jump up on the top of his truck and go, Wah-ha-ha-ha. Well, like he's how I know that like there's no if there is a god, he's not rewarding and like punishing people by ending their lives or making their life based on merit. Because <laughs> that guy has none. Like, we talked about the, the, the merit-based immigration system. Uh, he would be one of the people that I would love to see him pass an American citizenship test. Because mm. I don't think he could. I don't think so either. He clearly has no understanding of the Constitution. Or human decency. Um, yeah, so, so the Rohingya SWAT, the, the idea that I wanted to bring up was like, so these people are, people are dying and we're cutting back on immigration uh, because, you know, um, immigrants are the boogeyman. And I looked up, a, there's a list of places where they will pay you in the United States to live. Yeah. They, uh, I had... What's this now? They'll, there's places in the U.S. they'll pay you to live? Yeah. Because what? they... They've ex- Why aren't we living there, like, well, right now? because most of them have, like, uh, what do you call it? Most of them have, like, uh, uh, reasons, uh, that you, things you have to do to live there. Uh, so like Curtis, Nebraska, right? They want you to live there. If you build a house there, they'll give you the land for free. Ah, I have to build a house then. That's not free. Marn, Iowa, just 45 minutes from Omaha. Uh, if you, all you have to do is build a house. Um, and, uh, yeah. So they want you to move there and build a house. Like they want people there, right? There's a whole bunch of, oh, Baltimore. Baltimore apparently wants people to live there. Now, I know that uh, from the Simpsons movie that if you move to Alaska, they'll give you $2,000. But my source is the Simpsons movie, so I'm not sure how accurate that is. My point is, my point is though, if we have people that are trying to get over here that are facing persecution, and we 
have so much space and these places where these places are like, we need people to live here. We should Oh, we Oh, America has tons of space. Like, Jesus. So this is if you look at like a population map of the US, everyone's along the east and west coast and the entire middle of the US is just empty. Yeah, the point like, is there's no one there in the middle. Why don't you make immigration easier? All you have to do is move to this place and like, you know, complete um Complete your citizenship tests, be gainfully employed in all this in X number of years. But I mean, out in that place is where uh, Trump voters are. That's where they're actually afraid that uh, immigrants are going to move to. Which is why so, they need exposure to immigrants. I mean, that would help, but it would also, on the other hand, be funny watching them actually watch immigrants move into their town. People that they've never seen before. You know why I'm not scared of Muslims? Huh. Because I, because you, you live around them all the time. Because, yeah, because I know I know Muslim people and they're fine people. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. Uh, you know why I don't like I've racist. Had, I've had Muslim neighbors for the last ten years, probably. You know why I don't like racist and Nazis? Yeah, so long. Because I know them and they are crappy people. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we both grew up in the South, so we are. Um, but we can talk about. Did Hope you just Hicks get caught by a windstorm? And it's okay for us to say the word. Huh? Oh, sorry. It sounded like you got caught by a windstorm. You just, like, went out for a second. You just went out for a second. You're all gargly. Um, anyway, I was going to say that's why it's okay for us to talk about Hope Hicks, because we can say the H word. <laughs> oh, my God. She's gone. <laughs> his, yep. be his best friend is gone. So she, what was she, what, what job did she have in the Trump administration? She was his, his mouthpiece. What did she do? She... This is where doing research before the shows would come in handy. <laughs> but I know that she was very important. That's all I gathered was, um, like, this is someone that he is legitimately hurting for having lost. Right? I know she was in charge of bringing him the good news and only the good no, news. No, no, that, 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 wasn't that someone else? Like, that guy left months ago. No, she was his, like, closest and longest serving, like, confidant. And she was, really? like, his, yeah, she was, like, petting his I... head and telling him it was going to be okay. <laughs> I thought that's what Bannon did. No, 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 no. Bannon, Bannon, Bannon thought that like. Uh, and here's here's the thing, because you're about to. This is going to get me into the crux of my problem. Bannon thought Trump was an actual like I guess Nazi or nativist or whatever Bannon is, and he was like, finally, well, I have my platform. He messed up the same way that everybody else has messed up. They think Trump's on their side. They don't realize he just wants to be liked. Yeah. Yeah, he, he holds whatever position he most recently heard. Like, that's why you can sit in there and he'll agree to everything with the immigration and say that he would agree to um, all that reform that the Democrats want. And then as soon as he leaves the room, that uh, guy that looks like a snake will talk to him and he'll be like, well, OK, actually get rid of all the immigrants. Yeah. And just he, recently, he's even suggested getting rid of people's guns. Like, yeah. On the Democrats with, with guns. So, that was funny. They were super mad. Like, I don't understand why they're confused. I'm like, you elected a guy who was for the longest time uh, a a New York Democrat, and then at one point he said, yeah, if he he's ever a liberal billionaire from New York, what did you think you were gonna get? He said, he said at one point if he ran, he would run as Republican because they're the stupidest voters. And then you've seen him time and time again, just like he. And here's the thing, and this is the only way I feel a little bit bad for him. He's so dumb, he doesn't understand why people don't like him. <laughs> Like, when the shooting happened, he was like, we're going to give guns to teachers, because in his mind, he was like, if we give guns to teachers, they can protect the students, right? And he's like, this By is the a way, good... By the way, this week, another school shooting. This time, it was a teacher doing Oh, my God, I love this guy. This was hilarious. I'll tell you the story about it in just a second. So, right. so they, 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 uh, uh, so he goes, so, all right, we'll give guns to teachers, and everybody's got mad at him, and he goes, they're mad. Okay, let's take away all the guns, and then we'll do the due process thing second. And then people got mad at him for that, and he doesn't understand why he can't win. That reminds me of a King and uh, Krang and Kodos from uh, The Simpsons. Okay, no abortions for anyone. Boo. Hmm. Abortions for everyone. Boo. And they're just like scratching their heads and looking at each other. They can't figure it out. Yeah, that's the way his brain works. His brain looks like those two aliens from The Simpsons that can't figure out humans. All right. Uh, abortions for some, small American flags for others. Yay! <laughs> so, so as if on cue, uh, in our home state of Georgia, a um, a teacher, I believe it was in Dalton, Georgia, which is a little bit north of Atlanta. The story was, uh, and I'm a teacher, so I, I know how this feels. He's in his room, his classroom, during his planning period, his time of peace. Students keep trying to come in his room, so he locks the door, and he's probably like, <laughs> "Go away!" And the kids are doing their thing. Anyway, 
He's locked the door. He's trying to enjoy a moment's peace, probably trying to eat some friggin' food or figure out where his life went wrong like we all do on our planning periods. And <laughs> and, and uh, the principal, I guess, comes up to unlock his door because I guess kids are like, he won't let us in, and the principal's going to let him in. And then the guy took a gun and fired it out the window, and everybody ran away. <laughs> Nobody was hurt. It was just a teacher with a gun. And that was my whole thing when they were like, we're going to give teachers guns. I'm like... Clearly, no, they are very stressed people. We probably shouldn't. I'm Go not. Ahead. Yeah, I said clearly you don't remember teachers from your high school. Clearly, you've never had to be around like 180 something kids a day. Well, the people that recommend that are people like Trump that went to uh, boarding schools and places where the students were a lot more behaved. So the teachers were different when he was coming up and where he was where he went to school because they were actually paid decent salaries i'd imagine right if it's privatized schools probably i mean money the the key to education everybody talks about education reform and fixing this and that we try this and we're gonna get these kids death scores up you know what the number one factor is in like fixing the educational system throwing money at it throwing money at it the more money you throw in a child's education the better he does the more resources yeah. he has the more time people spend with him educating him the better he does look at alexander the great Tons of money, one teacher, conquered most of the known world. Yeah. And so all we need is private tutors for all of our kids, and they can all be as great as Alexander. Yep, if we could all get them a, uh, it wasn't Plato, it was an Aristotle. If we can get every kid their own Aristotle, their own their own old scholar that will be like, Andrew, come here, I want to, I want to tell you about the mysteries of life. Like, then every kid, you'd see our scores just shoot up. Yar. <laughs> no pun, I just realized, no pun intended, our scores would shoot up. I cracked myself <laughs> up. We are. Uh, speaking of Alexander, um, Alexander Hamilton, we're now just released the Hamilton Polka today. So, wow. hell yeah. I saw that, I thought. I still haven't listened to regular Hamilton yet. Oh, it's really good. You need to hear... It's like the whole thing's been pirated to YouTube, so just like bring it up and listen to all the songs in order. Um, I saw a meme today, you know, so the, the, the school shooting happened in Florida. We we talked about that last time. And uh, so the, the, the kids are really... That's two times. Yeah, the kids are still really organizing, and, you know, some of the pushback has been, oh, they're kids. They, they don't know. Um, I don't know. Do you know who Jack Kingston is? Nope. He was our congressional representative in Georgia for a long time. He came on... Uh, he came... And I didn't. He didn't used to be crazy. This is what this political climate has done. It's taken like people that were kind of normal. Like my family knew Jack Kingston. My uncle was in politics, and they, they, he knew Jack Kingston. Seemed like an our guy. He comes on and he goes, well, you know, it's I think it's it's just uh, George Soros is just ready to just you know <laughs> use these kids to push an agenda. And you know, how are how are kids going to organize an album? I mean, an album I mean, and, and a protest. Uh, I mean, or. I mean, as every comedian's pointed out, organizing groups is what high schoolers are best at. But also, anytime you ever, this is like a rule of thumb here, anytime you hear someone mention Soros, they're probably a Nazi. They're probably an anti-Semite, because what they're really saying is, it's, it's the Jews. The Jews are doing it. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's that's, that's well, their um, dog whistle for, you got to blame all the Jews. Be careful. They're sneaky, and they control the media. Ooh. There was a great meme I saw that I disagree with. Uh, and it, it had a bunch of pictures of the founding fathers, and it was like, you know, how old they were in like 1776, and it was like 20, 21, 22, 32, like a bunch of like really young, 18, like a bunch of young, young. Yeah, Hamil Alexander Hamilton was what, 14 when he was put in charge of trade and charter? And so, yeah, they were like, they were, uh, they were like, huh, kids can't make decisions. And I looked at that and I went, yeah, they all agreed to own people. Clearly, they can't make the best decisions. <laughs> yeah, they can organize, but they do need somebody. Kind of keeping an eye on the on the on the uh, the wheel. Uh, I mean, it's not like their parents aren't helping them out some, but this isn't a liberal conspiracy. That's just them trying to dismiss the victims because that's like their Achilles heel. Is they've always said it's disrespectful to the victims to talk about. <laughs> and now the victims are like, <laughs> and now the victims are the ones that are talking about it. So they're like, ah, well, it's not really them. It's just it's. The Jews! The Jews are making them talk about it. Well, it is a liberal conspiracy in that these kids are conspiring to not get shot inside their own schools. Yep. That uh, that liberal education convincing them that getting shot's a bad thing. That's a crazy don't, thing. Don't you, know that we, don't you know that we have to spill our blood across the steps of the U.S. to appease our old god there's era? A, there's a, there's a, there's a pushback against... Um, 
education. I heard it from a friend of mine who I think she she was of raised. Of course, because the the more you know, the more likely you are to be liberal. Ergo, all education's liberal. If you don't know anything, then you're a conservative. Yeah. Statistically. Isn't that weird? How how knowledge? Uh, and that's the thing. She was raised in one of those very focused on the family, like uh, you know, uh, households. You know, very Christiany. And her family, uh, she got into like is Vanderbilt an Ivy League college? The Let's say yes. <laughs> Let's say yes. Anyway, Vanderbilt's a really good school. She got into Vanderbilt, and her family was like, I don't want you to go because I don't want it to interfere with your personal relationship with the Lord. And she's like, are you high? It's Vanderbilt. Like, yep. they, they would rather her stay home barefoot and pregnant than go, to, <laughs> than go to college and get some knowledge. Like, Jesus. I don't know, man. If books turn you away from your belief system, maybe your belief system doesn't deserve to exist you are but it's uh, yeah, uh nothing you can do about it folks nothing you can do i swear to god i hate it every time you say that like i don't know why it just it irritates <laughs> because me it's a, it's a trump quote <laughs> it irritates me whenever you just like they're not our best surprise i'm like will you shut up with that i hate that so i hate the that's world also we live. a trump quote i know it's a trump quote i hate the world we live in right now like there's still like like anytime someone brings up Hillary, I'm like, God, I hope your house burns down. <laughs> like anytime there's an but, argument about the Peter, merits, th of, think about it. Her emails, okay? Her emails. Think about it. Anytime, anytime there's a, an, an argument about something, and someone goes Hillary, or they go both sides, I just go, God, I hope your house burns yeah. down. I hope everything that you own is destroyed by water it, it and smoke damage. It is absolutely damage. not both sides. That is such a Mo catastrophically monumental well, false equivalency. Well, they're so they're so they're so convinced that there are only two sides. They start calling me a liberal snowflake, and there, I mean, about, there's that too. There's more than just two sides. They tell you, yeah, they talk about Hillary and then the other. And I was like, did you ever, did you ever stop and ask me what my beliefs or my my political let's, leanings were? Let's see. So pe people, because uh, the emails were uh, what her um, mishandling top secret information or something like that. Even though she did not mishandle top secret information, it was classified after it had been forwarded to other people so it was not classified when she did it and then also they marked it in the wrong place but all that's beside the point i won't get back into all yeah, that yeah you're still doing this is that kushner just recently lost his top secret um clearance because he's been compromised by like what four different <laughs> foreign entities listen i don't mean to cash dispersions on mexico but mexico was like hey i think we can influence this kushner fellow like <laughs> Like, yeah. you're getting so, muscled by Mexico. No offense to Mexico, just they haven't been a player on the world stage since we beat them and took Texas and most of the southeast so or the southwest. Trump's rampant nepotism has proved that he is very bad at handling top secret information, and now everyone knows all of America's secrets. Good job for yeah. electing someone like this. But I hate it when anybody tries to go in and defend the Hillary thing because more importantly than that, it doesn't matter like that. That's yeah, like, that too. She already lost a long time ago. She's nobody. I swear that's, to God, I'm gonna look up. Also, I'm, whenever people say, uh, "Well, you know, it was him or it was her," no, it wasn't. There were 17 candidates on the Republican field. You could have picked someone besides Trump. Yeah, it was her or him or him or him or him or him. Anybody, anybody else? It's like when the genie in Aladdin tells you where you can get off the carpet. Yeah. Yeah, you can get off here, 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 or here. Like it, I, I tell you, my strategy. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look up some old scandal, like like the bimetallism debate from like the 1870s, or like a scandal during the Rutherford B. Hayes presidency. And anytime someone's like, "Well, Hillary," I'll be like, "Well, Rutherford B. Hayes," and when they'll be like, "Yeah, what? that's ju that's just as um, relevant." And when they go, "What the hell does that have to do?" I'll just keep explaining it. <laughs> Rutherford B. Hayes, yeah. he, uh, he, and then that's when the con the constable of the town of Blacksmith said, Yeah, huh? I'm just going to bring up some old shit, because that's what they're doing. Like, every time they bring up some old shit, who cares? Who gives a flying fart? I'm more worried about right now. Who? Like, okay, you know what? What we and need right now, our White House is spinning wildly out of control. We need to remove this guy and put in literally anyone else except for um uh what's his name ted cruz anyone but ted cruz i'd still rather have trump as president than have ted cruz as president i saw like, a thing just just, just putting that out there that's because ted cruz is uh uh while trump is chaotic evil 
Actually, I don't even know if Trump is chaotic evil. I think he's chaotic neutral. Yeah, I could see that. I think I think uh, as far as D and D alignments go, Ted Cruz would be uh, he he would definitely wait, wait. Ted Cruz would be smarmy evil. So, yeah, he would be smarmy evil. Uh, Trump is just chaotic, chaotic neutral because he's just he doesn't care Trump. about anything. He's just all over the place. Trump's more like chaotic stupid. Yeah, so chaotic, he chaotic. just sort of does whatever, and he doesn't really know what he's doing. He's like a retarded tornado. You know, however, you know how you're able to kind of track the path of a tornado. He's just going here and there and disappearing and reappearing. Everyone's like, I don't know what's happening. Well, he's like fake news. Okay, fake weather, not happening. That's like, why did you trust a tornado? You know, electing Trump is the same reason that we we stopped using gas attacks in warfare because you'd release the gas and go, ha Oh no, it's coming back. <laughs> yeah, the the wind shifts and suddenly your own battalion gets wiped out. Yeah, yeah that was a bad idea. Trump's, Trump's the equivalent of a mustard gas attack. I'm like, I don't understand. Why is he hurting our own side? Because you're an idiot, that's why. You're an idiot. Yeah, but Peter, buttery mails, okay? Buttery mails. You elected the Joker from Batman after a botched, after a botched lobotomy. <laughs> I'm not a guy with a plan. I'm just saying stuff to make people like me. I'm going to cook you up like a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been too long since I've done my Joker impression. It is, it is, it is true. You sounded, you sounded like a Dragon Ball Z character. Uh, I'm better at Nixon. I would no sooner hurt you than I would hurt my dog. Checkers. <laughs> Shut up, damn it! I, uh, I, miss Mick, I miss Nixon, because I feel like Nixon had some kind of conscience. Yeah, because he stepped down whenever, you know, it was clear that he was badly hurting America. He was like, well, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> He's like, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and, I, uh, but like Nixon was also like a really smart guy. Like say what you will about him, like at least he had intelligence. But that's what people are so confused. Like the NRA, like like pooped its collective pants whenever Trump was like, I don't know, maybe we should take guns away from crazy people and then figure the law out later. Uh, and I understand why he said that. If you're a very dumb person, uh, <laughs> and people are just and like, and just I just imagine in his world that everybody is shouting at him and he doesn't understand why. And he's just like, I don't know, Magic with May. Okay, so we don't give teachers guns. We take guns away from crazy people. And then everyone's shouting basically, at him more. Basically, Trump is like a dog that walked into a house, pissed on the carpet, and everyone is shouting. And he was happy a second ago. There was food. He smelled bacon. There's his favorite person right over there. And he's like, yep, yep, yep. And Hold on. Takes a piss. You got to step it back. He's like a dog that walked into a room, took a poop on the carpet. Everyone started yelling. Then he started eating the poop. <laughs> then they started yelling at him more. Then he threw up the poop he ate. Then more people began yelling. Then he ate the poop threw up. Ugh. Yep. And he just he doesn't understand why everyone's yelling at He's him. He's like, you got mad when I pooped, so I ate it. So you got mad when I ate it, so I threw it up. And you got mad at me for throwing up, so I ate it again. What do you want from me? And then he starts wiping his butt around on the carpet in a circle. Yeah, we want you to go away. That's what we want. But this dog that I just described also leads the planet Earth. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. He yeah. He leads 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 the Earth. You know, I saw there was a, a meme from the Canadians. They were like, uh, so uh, we we kind of feel like this is the fall of the American Empire, eh? We don't understand why you wouldn't control your guns and give yourself free health care. We're just standing back watching. And I'm like, I'm like. Fuck you! If we go down, you're going with us. You realize that you are connected to us, right? Yeah. The only Drag reason them into the ocean, kicking and screaming along yeah. with us. The only reason you exist is because we decided it would be easier to take land from Mexico, and we like made it too expensive for the British to stay. Canadians. Oh, we're looking at you, just thinking, what's going to happen with those crazy... It would be like if you're watching your neighbor's house burn down, but it shares a common attic with your own. <laughs> oh, we're just no, watching the neighbor's house quite, burn, eh? It's quite the blazing fire you got there, eh? Yeah, it's oh, connected. Well, what are you, you, you going to do whenever it just... I mean, I figured you would just have, like, the bucket brigade go and put it out, but you're all like that socialism, so... Yeah, why don't, why don't you, uh, why don't you maybe, uh, I don't know, help... <laughs> I don't know what you could do to help, but sitting back and and sneering at us is not is not going to be a, a good thing. Guess 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 where we're all running whenever whenever things go bad. Yeah, that's right. Say hello to your new American immigrants. You can't stop us all. Yeah, that's why in South Park, uh, Canada built a wall so that Americans couldn't flee up there. Oh come on, Canada couldn't build a wall. <laughs> I know. I mean, unless you know, we built it for them with labor from Mexico. 
<laughs> which Mexico paid for. Yeah, which I hope Mexico will pay yeah, for the that, wall. That's funny how, um, by the way, uh, update on DACA yet again, is um, it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court's like, yeah, no, fuck off. And so, yeah, DACA gets to keep staying, and the ruling of two different judges that it gets to stay stands, at least for now. Okay, so, like, I didn't feel that bad for the DACA kids. I mean, I did, but at the same time, it's like, look, you're here, you can blend in, just go run and hide. Just go somewhere, hang out for, like, the next four to eight years, this will all blow over, we'll fix it, just get, don't... Don't Maybe, sign. but that upends their entire life, and if they have, like, careers and retirement plans and all that other stuff, like, sort of laid out, they have to upend all of that to go hide somewhere. Oh, no, I know, I know, but it's better than the people not that Not everyone's are... as much of a free spirit as you are. It's better than the people that are not here that are just like, ah! Like, they're running from one murder to another, just going, they burned my house! They burned my other house! If those people can get to America, they'd be better off than the Dreamers because the Dreamers actually signed up and let the government know where they were. And this but is they like... did that under Obama whenever they were safe. But now Trump gets all of Obama's documents, and he's like, "Okay, now I know where the Mexicans are. Time to get rid of them." This, this is. I think you're. But gonna... he was he was trying to hold it hostage. Uh, the point I was getting to is he's trying to hold them hostage so that he could have his wall paid for. But uh, wasn't Mexico supposed to pay for it, Mister Negotiator? Yeah. Anyway, art of the deal. Um, yeah, so, like, that's happening, like, Syria is in trouble, well, they've been in trouble forever, because while this is doing, the Russians are just, like, helping, uh, the Assad regime just bomb the crap out of the rebels, uh, Syria is in rubble, and we're, like, that's, like, we're not doing anything, nobody's doing it, even people that aren't us are just like, ah, they're not doing anything, well, I don't understand the UN, what do they do, just have brunch all day? Uh, they are the un, and the un, unmade, the Nazis. The UN made some, uh, what do you call it? It took some photos of Syria to show the, the damage, and they were like, as you can see, they're very good photos. And I'm like, is that all you got? By the by, the UN really doesn't do anything. Like, they, they've never done anything. That's why I didn't care that much that Trump was pulling us out of, uh, well, defunding the UN. What was he doing with that again? It's been so long. I don't know. But, uh, he, he, I don't know what the UN does. But that was mostly does. just one of those... That was mostly just one of those things that was all like, God damn it, he's embarrassing us in front of the entire rest of the planet. So now, like, he, since he represents us, he is who I am to the rest of the world. And I'm like, God damn it, I don't want him to be my avatar. Yeah. That is uh, it's like, just it's... a derpy little guy that runs around going, okay, Bigly, okay. And uh, my God, him he since we were last here, he said that he would have run into the building with the shooter in florida with or without a gun so i guess he'd be using karate and handle the situation and the biggest outrage to that is that the only guy at that one world convention that had to take a golf course cart a golf cart to get up a grassy hill is saying that he could run he can't run he can barely crawl look i'm gonna go ahead and say that i think if there's a shooter in a school massacring people and Trump drove through with his golf cart, I think it would stop or at least momentarily pause the shooter because he'd be like, was that, did the president just drive by on a fucking golf cart? Did I just, hold on, I gotta, I gotta go check this out. What's happening? So, I mean, in that respect, yeah, they would have been just. Maybe, yeah. That could actually have worked. But I mean, like, why are people surprised at that? He's a liar and he fantasized. Like, that's what makes me mad. Stop being surprised. Yeah, I mean, you were saying that the other day that that's the thing is that the Republicans are every bit the 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 same people that are saying that these kids can't talk because they're just kids so they don't know anything about guns or um, nuanced problems also seem to have no concept of nuanced problems and they see the world as an action movie and that's why they think a good guy with a gun is the answer to all of our problems yeah 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 like they seem to be the ones incapable of understanding nuanced problems but the thing is is that okay trump is incapable of it yeah but a lot of the people saying that they're perfectly capable of it they just their problem that they're trying to solve is how to keep getting nra money and by doing that they have to get everyone else to shut up about guns and have we that's making the nra upset have we all always been this unable to understand nuanced problems like there's such a wave of anti-intellectualism and it's always existed in the united states but it seems like it took forefront it's after it's, obama became president 
it's because it's profitable to keep people stupid. So there's a lot of people trying really, really hard to keep as many people as possible stupid. Well, not just that. And it's been going on for a long time, and it's really been chipping away at the American consciousness. Not not just that, but like uh, it's just it's a it's an identity, and it's in, you know we talked about this where it's an easy sell to sell people on. Uh, oh, the solution to this is real easy because if you have to think uh, about anything and go, huh, well. You look at all the ins and outs, that may not be a good idea. It's just a lot easier to think that Clint Eastwood will come in and just be like, yeah, we'll go ahead, punk, and that'll fix it. Yep. It's it's difficult for people to think that, like, oh, man, maybe the criminal justice system is and is flawed and that jail's not a picnic and it's not doing anything to reform these people. It's just making them worse. Yeah. It, we need to actually get prisons to be what they were meant to be, which is a place for reform. You're not just throwing people away there like they're human trash. I disagree. About them. They really are meant to be a place to reform people I, to get them back into society. I disagree. You don't think they should I, be? I, no, 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 no. I don't think we ever, as a nation, really decided on what we wanted prison to be. Yeah. We, I don't, honestly, I think that's a problem is we don't have, like, half the people say reform and the other half the people go, make it worse so it's a deterrent. Well, deterrents don't actually deter anyone because we've had the death penalty for a long time and that doesn't stop murderers. But at the same time, I feel like I'm one of those people that say, well, you can't outlaw guns because then only guns will have outlaws. But <laughs> Only guns will have outlaws? Hi, I'm a <laughs> shotgun and this is my outlaw. <laughs> he starts firing cowboy hats out of the outlaw. <laughs> uh... Bend over, Bill. <laughs> we got a problem to solve. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Oh, you're talking about I, the, the idea that if we all have guns, only guns will have outlaws. Yeah, but uh, anyway, back, uh, back back to the point, though. The um, I, I don't know. You, you talk. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, just the thing. The thing about like uh, about prison reform is that I don't think we ever decided as a country. It's just it's kind of like our infrastructure. Uh, we just it, we kind of built it, and then it just expanded over time, and then we've never really looked at it collectively. It's the same with the school system. It was started at a certain point, and we've never really, really changed it or tried to make it better. We just kind of built on and fiddle with this and fiddle with that. Like that's why we're still on like the we're still on the we're we're like there was a whole thing I watched um, in my during part of my degree where we were learning about where the education system started. And how all like everything like why are kids in the same grade because they're the same age? I don't mean that rhetorically. I mean like, do, can you come up with a reason why? Uh, because we're just trying to like push them all out of there before they get so old that it's kind of weird and creepy. Well, we were running it on the factory system, right? Yeah. So the idea is you should not advance. Until you have mastered the skills to a reasonable level. So it doesn't matter if you're 17 or 18. Like, you should be in a class with people who are in the other same, the, a similar, like, skill level. Like, or that's one of the ideas. But, like, it's based on, like, an old sort of Enlightenment era factory system, and we just haven't changed it. Yeah, and I mean, because kids can be held back, um, we sort of have it to where you have to master this. So we could have someone who is um, getting on up there in years and they're still at a very low grade. But at the same time, because that's so embarrassing for the child, most of the time we just try to push them on ahead anyway. And we just keep lowering yeah. the standards until everyone can make it over the hurdle. Well, education should be individualized to a much more degree than it is. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, take a... I have an idea. Take away the grading system and just have, you know, there's certain things you have to know at, like, beginner, uh, journeyman, and master level of, say, math, English, logic, um, research, all these different subjects, right? Yeah. Including subjects that we don't have right now. And just everyone has to master everything from one, then they can move on to the next thing, and if they do this very early on, then they get to leave early. Yeah, like, exactly. Just leave school early. They can completely graduate by 10, or they can be there till they're 25 or something. Maybe we should have a cutoff eventually or not, I don't know. Yeah, but there's, there's, uh, there's potential, better... potential problems is if your kid's super smart, and so whenever they're like 8, they finish school, and now you're suddenly having to hire a babysitter every day as a parent. Yeah, but school shouldn't be about babysitting. Like, like that, If that kid's mastered the skills, and you should Move on more, but but everything should be like less factory oriented and more like your 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 sentencing. And prison. I would I would 
I would love for every child to have their own individual tutor, like Alexander. Uh, ha- let's say Hamilton. I want to say Hamilton. You mean Alexander, like Alexander the, the Great? Yeah, yeah Alexander the Great. Did. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I would love for that to be the case, but again, that would you'd have to throw a lot of money at it for that to happen. And we should! Right now we're already cramming like 50, 60, 70 kids into one classroom. Well, it's not that many. Saint it's Peter I mean, deal with it. Well, I mean, like, in, in, in you know, where I where I teach, there's about, I think, 35 is the max. Still a lot of kids for one room. The, the Honestly, like, the number should be nearly half that to get a, you know, maybe, maybe cap it at, like, 20. You know, 20 is a good number, 20, 25, like... That's a, that's a decent max number because you probably won't get all twenty five kids in a class because there's always some kids that move or skip. But like that's a that's a that's a good number. They like throw more teachers in the classroom. You know, good. like there's so many more resources we should be throwing at kids. But the same with the prison. Like why why is your sentencing just time? Why is your sentence not individualized to your crime? There is that too. And uh, what I was talking about earlier is I was discussing one issue, then I got off on a different point, which was that, you know, they're saying it needs to be a deterrent to keep people from committing crimes to make it bad enough that no one wants to go to prison. It shouldn't just be like three hots and a cot and all the cable channels you could ever I'm want. Tell at you the a... same time, that's still pretty miserable for anyone. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a secret about prison. Hmm. You ready? Yes. No one wants to go to prison. I know. Except for uh, Morgan. Was it Morgan Freeman in that one movie or someone else? Dude. The one that hung himself because he couldn't get back in? Oh, no, that was, that was um, what do you call it? It was a Shawshank Redemption. It wasn't Morgan yeah. Freeman. It was uh, Brooks. And Brooks. he hung himself because he had been sent to prison for so long it ruined him and he couldn't exist in the outside world. So that story yeah. was about how prison broke him. He didn't originally want to go to prison. I, but, but it's just uh, this dumb so, understanding of just like, these, these prisoners have it so good. I hear these dumb arguments all the time. Well, yeah, that's the same way they talk about, oh, these welfare queens, or they have refrigerators for their food. You know that? Some of them even have AC. Oh, they, they're on the taxpayer dime, and they're living it up, welfare queens. Yeah, what am, I, uh, what am I working for? Because that's not what it's like, and if you honestly thought it was like yeah. that, then you would quit your job and go be a welfare queen, but you know that's not true. It's just, yeah. that goes all the way back to the whole idea about dog whistle politics, about you can now talk about things, and other racists will understand it, but your speech isn't actually racist because you're saying things like welfare queen or... But what you know they, I, mean? I, can, I can translate for you if you'd like. What they're actually saying is, why can't we starve all the black people to death? Yeah, no, I know what it means. Like, I, I, I'm, I am well aware of what they're talking about. They, yeah. they just, it's, it's become an ingrained thing. So, like, and... I, I don't know, maybe that's part of the problem of being politically correct now, is like, it would be a better world if you just said what you meant and then got slapped in the face for it. Yeah, but instead, they're a, they create this reality that doesn't exist, which does get more people on board. Because mm-hmm. if a bunch of people are working really hard and they don't understand that it's a dog whistle and they start hearing about welfare queens, they're like, well, you know, that ain't right. We need to do something about that. I'll vote I'll vote against that. When I was a when I was a valet back when I was like twenty three or twenty four, I worked with a bunch of young eighteen year old guys. This was back in Georgia and one of them started going off about welfare queens and I stopped him and I go, Hey I go, how many welfare queens do you actually know? None but have you ever met a, a, a welfare queen? Have you ever seen any of these persons that will know but then I'm like, then uh, what proof do you have that this in any way exists if you've never seen this as a thing? And he kind of was like, oh. I mean, he's still a, he's on my Facebook, he's still a racist piece of crap. But <laughs> he was just like repeating something his daddy had told him. Yeah, that's that's a thing that people do. And they say it like they know so much about a thing when it's just like a thing they've heard or even sometimes they just thought of. It's like, well, you know, I had this idea and I'm super convinced of it. And I'm going to yell real loud if you try to say I'm wrong. There was a guy the other day, a friend of mine from Georgia, that uh, his card, uh, his, his credit information had been stolen by one of those card readers when he was at a gas station. Yeah. And he just goes, man, you know... Where's we? You know what we need? Just where's Frank Castle at times like these? We need a we need a Punisher. You know the Frank. the Frank yeah. Frank Castle, the famous comic book man who shot criminals to death. Yeah, I was about to say. So someone's just gonna run along with like a card reader, and because he blooped your card, the Punisher's gonna show up and shoot the guy's brains out. I think so. I think that's what he's arguing at. I'm like, I understand you're frustrated, but that's a terrible idea because if. The law, we've talked about this before, if the law is no longer a thing that we all respect, it's like the yellow lines on the road. 
then it, if we don't agree that you should stay in that lane, then it's anarchy because civilization is a thin veneer that we all agree on. Because uh, the deplorables will scream that blue lives matter until they're red in the face, until it's something like uh, their guns are at stake because of uh, another school shooting, and then they're like, well, the blue lives, they actually are the ones that failed! their fault i guess they failed. i guess blue lives really, really do matter because all those blue lives sure enough didn't go into that school to help nobody <laughs> also look at how this current president's constantly attacking the fbi throwing our entire legal system into question just because you know he's a criminal and the hammer's coming down on him i don't know if he realizes <laughs> i don't know if he realizes he's a criminal or not he he probably doesn't i want to say I think... and it's probably based on the principle of you know uh, just someone always likes to assume the best about themselves, and they always will excuse whatever they did, but he does it on a whole other level because he's a whole other level of dumb. Well, I think it, it just comes down to, like, I don't think he has that level of self-awareness or understanding of the law. It's because he's been the boss, the king of his castle, and everyone around him for, like, 30, 40 years now, ever since his dad died, right? He has had to answer to nobody, and if you spend 30 years without one person ever telling you you're wrong, then what do, are you going to be thinking at the end of those 30 years? I know, I spend most of my that time... you're always right, that you're always right, you'll assume that. I know, that's I, where he is right now. I spend most of my time with people at work telling me I'm wrong, and it has done wonders for my, my uh... <laughs> self-esteem. Yeah, my self-esteem. Well, I still haven't gotten to the point I was making about the uh, prison system, which is uh, they want it to be really bad so it's a deterrent, but that doesn't actually deter anyone because it's been around all this time and we still have criminals. But whenever I say that, it also makes me think, well, that maybe that's like the whole if you take guns away from criminals and only criminals will have guns argument. It's just not true. Things would be a whole lot worse if there wasn't a... But anyway. I think... But point being me... is that... Uh, gel's already really, really bad, and it doesn't actually deter anyone. So maybe we should make it better. That way, it doesn't just create more hardened criminals, but That's... rather it can rehabilitate people and get them back out into society in a functional way. That's exactly what I was going to say. I go, maybe we should try a completely different philosophy. Let's take a jail. Right? Let's find the jail that's like got the most people. It's like the most violent. Da 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 da. Right? And let's build another jail right next to it. So we have. Our control group, Jail A, which is terrible, and then we build a brand new jail, Jail B, and Jail B is super nice. People are treated nicely. They are, are you, they, we use restorative justice where we teach them how they can make amends for their crime. They're given education, you know what I mean? They're treated very, very well, and then we put them back on the streets, and we, we, we follow their lives and see what happens. Yeah. And about the overcrowded gel in our control group, uh, that happens all the time because uh, gel, a lot of prisons are for-profit these days. And whenever you're a business, what do you want? You want to be firing well, on all there cylinders. Was, there was a bunch which, of... by the way, is an expression that our president said that he made up. But yeah, firing on all cylinders. In other words, you want to be at maximum capacity all the time to squeeze every penny out of the business you're well, doing. Well, there was... There so that's was... why we have to... There was pushback on for-profit jails, so not all jails are for-profit. There's a lot of federal prisons that, like, there's a, there's a big pushback and yeah. forth, and, and I think you're going to, like, for-profit prisons are not going to survive because they even have... I hope not, because that is horrible. Well, even... Like I was saying, businesses want to... Yeah. They, they have to stay at capacity, or else it's a poor business. They are ruining their own shareholders' wealth whenever even, they... Uh... Even prison guard unions were against that because it was hurting prison guards, so, like... When, a, when, like, a prison guard union is against a type of jail, it's not good for that jail. But it just, it needs to be, it needs to be completely reformed. Prison needs to be a place where you're not going to get a penis in the butt. You're, you're going to get, like, classes. That's, and... that's actually very rare, by the way. Like, everyone talks about it happening, but apparently it's extremely rare that it does. You get a penis? Just, just fun, get, just fun fact. Getting a penis in the butt in prison? Yeah, a prison rape's actually more rare than you would think. Uh, yeah, well... Alright, so, I mean... I mean, it, it certainly happens, and we certainly want to make sure that it's a thing that doesn't, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, just... That, that, that was more a fun fact than a counter-argument. I took the prison guard test once, years ago, and I passed with flying colors, and let me tell you... Nice. It was a real easy test. It was like, they, they gave you math problems, they were like, you move two prisoners from cell A to cell B, how many prisoners are there in cell A? And I'm like, is this a trick question? Zero? 
Yeah. How many were in it to begin with? Yeah, no, that I mean, just two no, they weren't. Tr- they weren't trick questions. Just want to make sure you can count basic numbers. Yeah. Uh, five. That is correct. Yeah, because they needed prison guards so bad. What deterred me from that job, though, is I was working at the movie store, and uh, some prison guards came in to rent videos. Because the town we lived in, the major place you could work was at a prison. That's where you made your money. They came in, and so I stopped. I asked them. I said, hey, I just took the test. I'm probably going to end up working at uh, Georgia State Prison if I take the job. And she goes, well, I'll go ahead and tell you. Uh, I've been, uh, I've been, I got my eye blacked. I've been stabbed. I've been spit on. I've had shit thrown on me. I've had ribs broken. Just naming all this stuff. And I went, thank you. And then I did not go work at a prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't even sure how much yeah. I agreed that people should be in prison anyway. And uh, I was a young, sweet piece at 18 years old. And I was like, this is not the place for me. And also, I kind of remember you talking about that. You're telling me that you didn't think it was a good idea because if someone like said, yeah, you know, I'm like, it really sucks being in here. Could you let us out? You'd be like... It'd be very hard for you to not let them out. Yeah, so man. You're thinking, It'd probably be a bad idea for me to go work there. You yeah, know? like how, it's like at eighteen. How am I gonna guard like a fifty-year-old man who's like, listen here, I've been in for twenty years. What do you say you just leave that door unlocked? Like, what are the chances of me going? Nah, I mean, like, I like I said, I didn't agree with prison that much to begin with. So I was like, this is not a place for me. Mm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna end up in here instead of guarding here. But, uh. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the uh, I guess that's the podcast. Oh, uh, what we forgot last week was uh, our conspiracy theory of the week. We totally like sailed over that. Yeah, I almost give up on that because now Alex Jones is attacking the survivors uh, and now saying that they are bullying him. Oh yeah. Um. By the way, listeners, Alex. Alex Jones, after spending years saying that Sandy Hook was fake and it was just actors and not and no one actually died there, is now saying that the people from the Florida shooting are bullying him and he's begging them to make amends with him because now like his YouTube ca- uh, channel is getting suspended or something. Yeah, it's like got, get it's got like one back. or two strikes against it. Third strike, he's gone from YouTube. Yeah, so, I mean, his business is in jeopardy because he's an asshole, and he deserves it. And he's saying that they're the ones bullying him, and it's like, what? Did Come you, on. Did you hear that? There's a whole thing about him going super anti-Semitic, and there was, I can't remember the name of the guy now, but there's a clip I just watched where uh, he put up a picture of this guy, and he goes, you are the enemy! And he just started screaming, enemy! Enemy! I will resist you! Uh, like, I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, what, what is... Is he given like a pro wrestling promo? I don't know what's I guess a very anti Semitic pro wrestling promo, like maybe. Yeah. I, I, I just know. oh my god. So we're are we not gonna do any more conspiracy theories? I'm or? just I'm just out of like you know, we were gonna try to become the left wing Alex Jones and I'm like, I just don't have an enemy. I just that level of insanity I haven't reached yet. We can still try, but it's not like I had a hashtag ready to go. Yeah, sorry. Um, well, we had Pizza Gate, so how about like Potato Gate? The um, the the Republicans are trying to hide in our potatoes now. Hashtag think, Potato Gate. I think we're trying too hard, man. I think we just need to we need to we need to rest it for a while and then maybe come back. Yeah. Okay. The conspiracy theory of the week will be back whenever we come up with a better one. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll bring that we'll bring that segment back when we have one. Because uh, fact is indeed stranger than fiction. I Wakanda forever. 